0: Hi I'm Lucy. I'm Gabriella.
1: And I'm Ant. This is our Don't Mind Us psychology podcast.
0: This week is mental health week so that's what our episode is going to be focused on today. And this week's theme
2: is, well this year's theme, is anxiety which we know is key in many people's lives and is being talked about a lot more today but we thought we'd just give you some more information about
0: it. So anxiety, it's something that I think most people listening to this will probably have experience with. Um, it's very common. It's a pretty normal thing for most people to have. Um, in a study in March 2023, 73% of people had felt anxious, at least sometimes in the previous two weeks.
2: And um, Anxiety has definitely been on the rise since the pandemic that we've had because people have obviously been anxious to go out. And it was just a very stressful time in lots of people's mm-hmm. lives. Um, however, there are more groups of people that tend to feel or experience anxiety a bit more than others.
1: Yeah, so say for example, like single parents or people from the LGBTQ plus community um, generally tend to suffer a lot more from anxiety. Um, and the same with minority ethnic groups, you know, people with health conditions. And I feel like
2: this is definitely based off of the fact that they have been given like a lot of prejudice and discrimination mm-hmm. over the years as to why it may be like that. But also a lot of young people are feeling it more, or at least they're feeling like they are able to talk about it more because it's becoming less stigmatised, which is definitely good.
0: Yeah, I think it's great that people feel like they can reach out for help and talk to people. Because, I mean, the yeah. only way that you deal with anxiety yeah. is by talking and getting your feelings out there and working through them.
2: Yeah, there is definitely still a slight stigma as people do keep trying to keep their anxiety or mental health issues secret like in that same survey that they did in 2023 in march um 45 percent of people said that they were keeping their anxiety secret still and 30 percent said that they weren't coping well with it
0: I mean, like, how many times have you said, I'm fine when somebody asks when you absolutely weren't? It's such yeah. a common thing. I
2: yeah, think It's such it. a hard thing to just say as well because it does. it's not something that comes up naturally unless mm-hmm. you're actively talking about the causes of anxiety
1: and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree because I think although the conversations like sort of opening up a bit more and people are feeling more comfortable to talk about anxiety and, like, a range of mental health issues, I think it's still very, like, stigmatised, um... Especially talking about it with, like, close friends and stuff. You wouldn't want to ruin any relationships. Yeah. But it's definitely, we're on our way to, I think, society's getting
0: there with destigmatising it. But it will still be a long journey. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you guys think is the biggest source of anxiety, maybe in your lives or in sort of the lives
1: of young people in general? I'd say school is probably quite a big one. Yeah. um, Because it's, like, quite a high-pressure sort of environment. So I think that's, like, a constant full of stress I'd say anxiety, yeah. but I think because it's also it's an
2: obvious stressor I think sometimes it can be the little things that kind of get to you with it that you don't mm-hmm. realise where it can just pop out seemingly out of nowhere But
0: yeah I mean I think as a teenager generally you're getting to that kind of stage where you feel like you're old enough to make your own decisions about things yeah. but then there's still so much control over your life I mean, I think for me, at least, that can make me feel quite anxious if I feel like I don't have control over what's going on in my life and what I want to be doing. Yeah, this is what you know, yeah. I should be doing.
2: Yeah. Or... yeah, There are obviously many types of reasons that anxiety can arise for different people. And I think also in society, recently, we have the cost of living crisis, yeah. which has definitely it increased it. And people are stressed about paying their bills and finances and there's also obviously lots of food insecurity about that. Lots more people have to go to food banks and obviously it's just not... Like, especially for those who are already feeling anxiety beforehand, they're like the single parents, they only have one mm-hmm. income coming into the house. It's a lot of stress on them, which can help, not really help, can help cause the anxiety, attribute to it. Mm-hmm. There are also many different like types of anxiety that people can suffer from?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the most common is generalised anxiety disorder. Um, there are lots of other types, such as panic disorder or agoraphobia, which is of leaving the house um, and being outside, which I think, especially after COVID, yeah. that's mm-hmm. definitely more prevalent, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and the same with social anxiety disorder. I think the pandemic's really affected people's like, ability to sort of socialize yeah. as usual mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i think again social anxiety is one of those things that a lot of
0: young people can relate to mm-hmm. yeah. like feeling really nervous around other people and feeling yeah. like you're being judged Sometimes I find yeah. Sometimes
2: I find that <laughs> sorry, it's not necessarily the experience itself, but it can also be the way that you work it up in your head mm. that then creates the sense of panic and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I think especially for teenage, like usually the situation yeah. is not too bad. It's very normal, but the anxiety is sort of where you build it up in your head. Mm. And you get situations where you're walking up to a cashier and you're like shaking because yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which I think a lot of people would like agree with. It's yeah. just the little things. I think. Yeah. That sometimes Build up.
0: I mean, you have phobias as well, which can cause anxiety. Yeah, which a lot of people
2: don't realise they are anxiety disorders as well. I mean, they know that they cause anxiety, but they don't necessarily link the two together. And I think loads of people suffer from um, phobias and things. It's something that people don't really talk about or they
0: laugh at quite mm. often because it's like, oh, mm. you're scared of spiders or. I mean, like, I have a massive fear of the dentist. Every dentist yeah. appointment is absolutely terrifying. But I mean, like, you know, I do make light of it because it's kind of funny that, you know, I can't sit through a dentist appointment. But, you know, at the same time, it actually is a bit of a problem. Yeah.
2: I think that with some of these things, obviously, it's good to laugh at some of the things that you know are silly. Like people with OCD know that some of their thoughts aren't going to happen. They know that it's Mm -hmm. not, they're not really going to, no one's going to be caused pain. But sometimes it's nice to make, you know, light comments in light of that so that it can make them feel more at ease but obviously there is a line that has to be drawn somewhere because it there is a point where it can get offensive or yeah. rude right.
1: yeah I'd say with OCD specifically I'd say that's one that people generally sort of yeah. underestimate it's like oh you're yeah. so OCD or something just for being clean um and I think a lot of people don't really understand but it does sort of affect your life very dramatically. Like yeah. it is an anxiety disorder. Yeah. OCD
2: yeah. is very much taken as a joke, which mm-hmm. it isn't. It is probably it's one of the worst disorders to have. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'd say
0: so. And I mean, I think that's where it's really important to have a kind of community of other yeah. people that have the same disorder. Because I mean, when you have something in common with someone else, you can talk about it and be open about it and. You know, I think it's very important to have that solidarity with other people.
2: Yeah, especially because all of these anxiety disorders, they're all very, like, lonely. You become Mm -hmm. quite withdrawn if you (laughs) succumb to them almost. But sometimes it's so hard not to because of the fear that is within you. Yeah. But it's, you can't help it necessarily. You have to really work at it, Mm -hmm. which I think that's what makes it worse as well, is that you've got to just face it
0: yeah i think quite often when you're having a day where you're feeling really anxious the things that you want to do least like you know exercise or go out for a walk or you know talk to your friends actually will probably help you the most
2: but sometimes you just can't bring yourself to do them and then they get put on the back burner and then the next time you kind of think well i didn't do it then i can't do it now Mm. and it keeps going as a repetitive cycle and you kind of just end up in this hole almost yeah um, so this is all from the Mental Health Foundation website. They did a study in colleges and unis around Scotland involving the students and staff, and it included over 17,000 people. And they found in the colleges that over 64% of the students had low mental well being, And lots of this was from the food insecurity that we mentioned earlier, mm. or because they had a health condition or a disability which are obviously things that are expected to cause anxiety, but it doesn't mean that necessarily they should have to suffer with this. Mm
1: -hmm. I'd say food insecurity especially is um, very prevalent. As it says, 37% of people taking part in the study had experienced it in the last year, Um, which especially after COVID and also after the cost of living crisis, I think that's a really big problem that's not necessarily being noted. Like you can't just fix that with money, I think yeah. anxiety definitely comes with that. Yeah, and
0: I think when we talk about anxiety, it is really important to sort of acknowledge that there are a lot of environmental factors mm. that people mm. maybe don't have control over that can cause anxiety. So it's not always as simple as just getting therapy or getting on medication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. And of those people in the colleges also, 55% of them said that they had concealed their mental health problem because of the fear of stigma, mm. which I think at that point, age range as well it's such a common thing that it shouldn't be stigmatized Mm -hmm. like most people are going through it
0: yeah and I think talking about things like this is just so
2: important and then this kind of all increased almost with the unis where 74% of them actually had low well-being and 36% of them said that they suffered severely with depression as well and so I think maybe more support should be put out for them.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think especially going into uni because yeah. it's such a massive life change, not only like financially, but like so. Yeah, which it seems quite obvious, I'd say from the outside, yeah. that like your mood may go down and your wellbeing may go down, but there's not a lot of um, sort of support, I think, provided. Maybe people aren't as aware of it as they should be, I think. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> roughly half of the people that took part in this uni study Um, reported serious psychological issues um, and they said they felt that they needed professional help which I think is interesting. I think waiting lists for sort of counselling and therapy and that kind of thing can be quite
0: long Mm -hmm. Um, and also if it's if they have to do it sort of in a private like go the
2: private route for it and have to pay for it if mm -hmm. it's not quite serious you know yeah then they might feel like they can't reach out and get it it might be too hard for them or they might not have just been given they might not have been given the information needed to seek it out themselves. Yeah.
0: and I mean, obviously, as a uni student, probably private therapy might not be something. Yeah, that you can exactly. Afford,
1: mm-hmm. Which I feel like, especially with like smaller issues. Not saying that anxiety is a smaller issue, but something that's not super urgent, that's just like yeah. a low level, ongoing thing. I think it can be quite difficult to sort of ask for help mm-hmm. because you yeah. think, no, it's such a small thing. I won't even bother. Yeah. But it's such like an impactful thing in your life and I think it's really yeah cute. Yeah. It can be very easy cool. to
0: dismiss your own issues, you know, yeah. and think, Oh, it's not that
2: bad, I'm okay really. But I think that so many people because it's such an internal struggle that well it's not necessarily, but it seems so internal that you mm. feel like no one can see and you feel like no one else has it. But it is a completely normal thing. Everyone experiences anxiety at some point it just becomes a problem when it goes on for a long time or it stops you, it hinders your day-to-day activity. Yeah, That's when it becomes a problem and that's when you really do need to speak out and that's when it's the hardest to speak out. Yeah. Also, um, 30% of people in the overall studies were said that they weren't coping well and higher levels were noted among students as well. A lot of them said that they weren't doing well and it has increased through pandemic years but it's not yet dropping to beforehand. So it seems that people are still carrying that sort of burden from the quarantines and stuff. Mm -hmm. But some of the reasons I think that people might experience anxiety, especially at that age, is through social media, because it can add stress. I think social media is a hard one to categorise, because I think for some people it's really beneficial, and for other people it does work as a stressor, and that may cause some anxiety, or even just seeing someone doing so well in like
1: yeah i think the social media definitely like promotes sort of the perfect life not necessary yeah. even to do with body i think you yeah. can still be following someone that's body body positive sorry yeah um and then if their life looks like it's going so well they're so put together I think that can really add to anxiety and stress because you think, why is my life not going like that? But obviously there's a lot hidden, I think.
2: You have to remember that people only put on social media what they want other people to see. Mm -hmm. And so it will look all aesthetic, it will look nice. And occasionally you'll get the people showing the real raw emotions, but that's not coming from everyone. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, I think, because one thing I struggle with is, like, being consistent with getting work done and doing Mm -hmm. homework and... Whenever I see, like, people online that are, you know, always very organised and have everything and, and, you know, work for three hours every day or whatever, it's definitely very difficult not to compare yourself to them. Yeah.
1: I think sometimes that sort of thing can sort of add to productivity in a way, Mm -hmm. but then again, seeing that sort of media, I guess, constantly is quite draining to sort of see that you're not matching up to what, like, a perfect life should be. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think if you're already suffer like feeling
2: quite anxious in that moment then it can make you feel worse and like mm. add to it. Mm. But I feel like if you're feeling quite productive that day yeah. it can help. It can help with motivation. It's sort all of, it depends yeah. how you use it, I think. I think that is also something that needs to be noted. It depends how social media is used. Mm. Because I think quite often, people who aren't from our generation do just see it as the evil. That is the thing that is wrong. Mm. But in actual fact, it's a great way to communicate. It's a great way to see more and understand more. And you can learn so much from social media. Obviously, there are bad people there. But, you know... I, I mean I've f-
0: learned so much from social media that I probably would have never known yeah. without it which I think is so helpful and it's great for keeping up with friends as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Obviously I've jo- joined a new school this year so a lot yeah. of my old friends from my old school I maybe don't see very often yeah. so it's great to be able to like, see what they're up to, see what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. The Mental Health Foundation website has more information about anxiety if you need it. Um. There's also a counselling team here in school that you can get in contact with if you need somebody to talk to. Or there is also local charities like the Abingdon Bridge. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>